I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I am Officer Janae Draper with the Neighborhood Engagement Team. And I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. What a great welcome, J.D. Hey, I tried. I thought that was a, a pretty good uh, first-time one. Mm -hmm. All right, today we have my, uh, actually, my partner here with me with the Neighborhood Engagement Team. We have Brighton Johnson. Hi, Brighton. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's not used to the people saying his, uh, his first name. I'm sorry. We have Officer Johnson. Hello, <laughs> Officer Johnson. How are you doing, Officer Johnson? I call, I call him Papa Johnson now, like Papa, Papa Johnson. Yes. Uh, we're expecting a baby. I know. He's expecting his first. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. That so Congratulations. Excited. Congratulations, Laura. Yes. Thanks. So had to throw that out there, give I her know, a shout out. Exactly. So. Uh, we are here to talk about our, uh, well, this is our crime week episode, I guess you could say. It's, okay. it's the end of the month. Uh, we, we're th through January 23 already. That was quick. Right? It was it very quick. It is the quick. end of January now. By the, this episode was by the time it airs. Friday, mm -hmm. yeah. the 27th. Hmm. Yeah. Um, did you realize it's the end of January? No, I didn't. <laughs> I had to look at my watch when you said that. <laughs> it went by that quick. Yeah. I know. Man. Dang. Yeah, I Although, know. I feel like we're in, like, October at this point. Might as well. I mean, it's going to be spring, <laughs> before, <laughs> spring before we know it. Exactly. And then you'll have to find a, a new podcast host because I'll probably be vacationing somewhere on a beach when no, it gets warmer. No. So we'll go maybe on BJ <laughs> can. We'll go on break. Go on, we'll go on a little break. You know, we'll just do our podcast from the beach somewhere. Perfect. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, uh, BJ, you've been on our podcast before. Yes. Uh, you came on to talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. That was the episode, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so you guys can, can check that one out. Uh, I'll look up the episode number a little later, uh, and I'll tell you guys at the end. But we're here to talk about your specific neighborhoods that you, um, I guess, are over you yeah. help with with the with the with the neighborhood association so talk a little bit about that how many neighborhoods do you have this is all a part of the neighborhood engagement team which is your unit i have six neighborhoods and all by name uh, i'm gonna go down kind of vertically just how i remember it uh first one is brook oaks uh the second one is downtown third one is baylor the fourth one is heart of texas the fifth one is richland hills and the sixth one is uh, u.s highway 84 west so yes. kind of down around the Harris Creek neighborhood. Okay. Nice. So out of out of all those, um, how many of those are active neighborhoods? When we say active neighborhoods, it's more so they have active neighborhood associations that are, you know, they have regular meetings and have a um, uh, a citizen body that uh, attend the meetings. I would say the uh, only ones that are active right now are Brook Oaks and downtown. Okay. Uh, Baylor, well. Let me, let me. <laughs> it's Brookos downtown. Technically, Brookos downtown, uh, U.S. Highway to Four West. They kind of have some things pop up here and there. Um, and Baylor. Baylor uh, was active, but it's student-led. I was going to say, does it kind of yeah, fluctuate yeah, 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 yeah. with the school season? Yeah. And uh, this past semester, the students that were leaving it, they graduated and moved on. So they've having trouble kind of getting the student body back together to lead it. So if so, if you live in the Baylor area, whether you're a student or or not, just live in the student area, uh, and you're interested in kind of starting that up, uh, you can reach out to, you know, neighborhood engagement team, or we have a neighborhood engagement with the city of Waco, Millette. Yes, Miss Millette Harrison. She's yeah, a she can city of Waco engagement staff, and they kind of assist the 
neighborhoods and the citizens in those said neighborhoods and stuff. So try to put the group yeah. together. That's pretty good. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. So you guys, too, also not only work with the active neighborhoods, but the ones that are inactive, per se, maybe you help try and get some more, like, I don't know, excitement happening in, the, in there? Or? So we don't, and right, you can probably speak to this, we don't actually get them involved. So that's actually Millette Harrison with the city mm-hmm. of Waco. She will actually get them up and running. We will assist if they want to have, like, some events or anything like that. But as far as, like, getting, you know, it's up to the neighborhood to mm-hmm. want to get involved in it. Right. Um, so it has to be has to be them. But um, Millette, she works with the city, and she does a great job of kind of leading them and kind of showing them exactly what they need to do to get it up and running. And then we kind of come in as kind of the police side uh, aspect of it um, to kind of listen to the neighborhood and, and what issues and problems they have and what we can do to address it. So we don't actually help get it up and running. We're not involved in that part. Um, but we are involved as far as kind of helping them educate with, you know, if there's have any issues in the in the neighborhood or if there's any problems or anything they want to address, and that's where we come in. Yeah. I, I, I just kind of want to reiterate what she said. Um, so the community has a voice, right? So the neighborhood association is supposed to be the voice of specific neighborhoods within Waco. The idea behind it is they don't want the police department, I say they, I mean the powers that be within the city, <laughs> to uh, uh, try to uh, create this voice to have a part in it. It's, uh, okay. The idea is the community itself coming together right. with a unifying voice and a voice in their concerns, not the police department kind of like creating. <coughs> sure, I mean? sure. So we're there to answer the voice, but not necessarily to try to uh, create the body that okay is. yeah yeah just there like you said to help mm-hmm. with if yeah. things do arise you guys can you know i know you guys actually go out and do like a lot of neighborhoods do the trash pickups and like their their local parks and stuff oh, yeah like yeah. we'll get involved i know bj does a lot with uh the villages when it was during the summertime pop mm-hmm. passing out popsicles and and just kind of going out and getting involved in the the areas and stuff and i know you can speak to that but um i know like so my neighborhoods, I have different. We have different neighborhoods. There's five of us on the team, five officers and one sergeant. We have different neighborhoods, and um, you know, if I, one specifically, uh, Brookview, they had a, a park cleanup, so I went out there and helped them pick up trash and stuff like that. So any kind of different events and stuff, we'll be involved um, as much as we can. We might not be involved in every single one because they're. We are learning there are a lot of there's things lot that of go events. on, <laughs> and so there's only five of us, and so we just cannot be stretched, yeah. you know, that far. But uh, we try to get involved as many of them as we can. I was going to say, do you, I forgot the number off the top of my head. Do you guys know how many events y'all participated in last year? A lot. Like a lot. I like <laughs> a lot times, <laughs> like, <laughs> ten. For, <laughs> like some, for some reason, like, the number 81 is popping into my head, and I can't remember what that oh, number's no. for. No, it was more than that. It was more than that, yeah. Yeah, if we had the thing in front of yeah. the list in front of us, but I know that there was a lot of, I mean, because it's not just big events that we do. We do, you know, small things, big things. Um, it's it's a lot, but we we love it. We enjoy it, um, and I think, you know, just the community response behind it has been, uh, really appreciative, and uh, they've enjoyed it as well. Absolutely, so. absolutely. I think it's awesome to – it's just one more way that we are trying to, you know, insert that more relational policing and just seeing us from a different viewpoint or, or just another way to help. A lot of our, obviously, patrol officers, they're very much um, – Obviously, they, they show up after the incident happens, right? Yeah. And so you guys are able to, you have a different unique position where you're able to see these stats kind of come in or you're able to interact with these communities kind of one-on-one in a closer 
level and maybe they can say like, hey, I, I, something weird might be happening. I don't know. I can't tell. And maybe you guys can go in and be more of, you know, the, the proactive approach. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. That's great. So for, for, for these episodes, I guess we're going to be doing kind of like a series, right? I think so. I think we kind of talked about this, and I think it would be um, good to kind of do a series on kind of with just the different neighborhoods um, and kind of talk about, you know, each neighborhood and, and things they have going on, um, if they're having any events going on or if they're having like um, maybe a spike mm-hmm. uh, in um, a, a crime or, or an issue or something like that. We could talk about it. And I think it, I think it'd yeah. be good to do yeah. kind of a series with each neighborhood here in, in Waco. And then if you're listening, and you're here in one of these neighborhoods we're talking about, and it's not an active neighborhood, and you're like, "Hey, I'd really love for it to be." Um, and when I say not active neighborhood, I mean not an active neighborhood association. Um, and you want to help, you know, maybe kind of you and your neighbors get together and maybe start it up. Um, you know, we can list uh, Millette's information. You can go on the City of Waco uh, website and uh, look for the neighborhood engagement and see what you can do to kind of help get that started. So yeah. I think this will be a good little series we got going on. Yeah, I think so. We'll have each of the, the neighborhood engagement officers come in and, and talk about their neighborhoods. Uh, BJ, out of your six, we're going to talk about three this this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And so... Which, which three are those again? We got Brooke Oaks, Downtown, and Baylor. Brooke Oaks, Downtown, and Baylor. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll talk about, like J.D. said, the the increases in crime, but also kind of like, you know, if there is like a significant decrease, you know, maybe there was a, a spike yeah. and, and, you know, now it's kind of leveled off. That's great. Let's, you know, continue to do what we're doing and, and take our tips and, and advice and, and, you know, kind of a help us help you situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and just to reiterate, this isn't like singling out any one neighborhood. No. This is like, I mean, we're going to hit all the neighborhoods and just kind of talk about the different things going on in each neighborhood um so i'm i'm excited i'm kind of excited for this series i think yeah. um and these will be on our kind of more last month uh uh last week of the month episode kind of more toward our crime stats since that's what we'll be yeah. talking about so i'm excited yeah so bj we'll let you take it away so let's talk about what do you want to talk about first which neighborhood let's talk about downtown first. Downtown, downtown 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 there's a song it's um, downtown. It I is. It's by what's his name? Macklemore. <laughs> really? Right? Because I thought it was a or lady. Or is it Bruno Mars? I get those two songs confused. I really thought it was a lady that sung it. I think mm. I could be wrong. Okay, yeah, we're we'll look it up later. Yeah, it'll be. We'll sing it later. <laughs> off, so off the air. <laughs> so so downtown. Um, well, first, you know, we've said it before. Uh, overall, our crime stats have gone down um, for the entire city of Waco. But of course, that doesn't mean that crime has gone up in maybe certain areas, certain neighborhoods, which is what we're here to talk about. So, BJ, what are you seeing, um, you know, for the year of 2022 in downtown that kind of popped out to you? Well, on a positive note, uh, in downtown, robberies are down 50%. Okay. That's good. That's, That's pretty really good. good. Yeah. Uh, the second most positive increase is uh, criminal mischiefs. And criminal mm-hmm. mischief is, you know, that's somebody breaking out a window, uh, could be uh, defacing the building. Sure. Uh, with how these crime stacks are delineated, that could include graffiti, mm-hmm. you know. That's uh, exciting. Yeah, downtown, you know, mm-hmm. has a right. larger area where the graffiti might. So having that decrease is actually really good. That's down 30%. And, uh, those are the main two positive increases. Sure. But as far as uh, what's negative and the biggest increase I see in downtown and the greatest concern to me is uh, car break-ins. Okay. Because in uh, 2021 in downtown, there were 
54 car break-ins. For the whole year? Yeah. But in 2022, there was a 109. Oh, wow. 109, so there's a 102. Percent increase. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a great concern. Mm-hmm. And then I, t- I took the time to uh, map out where all, that, where all these uh, car break-ins happen, the time of day, and um, I read through the reports to see kind of what, what was going on with the car break-ins. And the vast majority of them, when I say vast majority, I mean over 80% were people leaving the car doors unlocked. Uh, if their car doors were locked, a lot of times people had their, uh, uh, like a, a valuable, like a purse or something sitting right in the passenger seat in sure. plain view. And then a person might break in and get it. Same thing, like a bag, like a gym bag. You say break in, you mean like smash a like window? Shatter the window, mm-hmm. okay. uh, either with their hand or with an object. Okay. And, uh, get the get what they see is valuable and run off. And uh, I I mention those things because uh, as far as those car break ins, uh, a lot of them are really preventable mm-hmm. if we uh, hide lock tape. Yeah. If we uh, hide our valuables, don't leave them in plain sight. Lock our vehicles. Or if we have something valuable in the car, we take it with us. But uh, if uh, Everybody did those things. You know, you can't eliminate crime 100%. Right. You know, that, that's a, a grand yeah. claim. But we can significantly reduce the occurrence if everybody was to do that. So I see it as an educational piece. Kind of yeah. Spread out there. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people live in a, I would say a bubble, you know, a safety bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh, this won't happen to me and just don't think about it. You know, mm-hmm. you'll have kids in the back and have a big day. You know, and just going to the store, going downtown, the Union Hall or something. I don't yeah. know, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, get something to eat and just forget your house or the valuable just sitting in plain view. Absolutely. Know? There's always bad guys out there looking to uh, take advantage of a yeah. or, 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 e- or get an easy target. You know? Yeah. I right. think uh, when we talked to Chief on the end of the year, we talked about opportunistic, and I think a lot of um, a lot of the crimes, it's it's an opportunity. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. like you said, crime is not uh, preventable. We cannot eliminate crime completely, but we can significantly reduce it. Um, if we take away those opportunities, and again, you know, we're not like we're all we're all guilty of it. We get we get busy, um, we get in a rush, we just don't think about it. So we're not like blaming you know blaming the victims or anything like that. But it's sometimes just kind of slowing down and being aware um, of the things that we do. I know I've started to get in a habit um, because I didn't realize at one point when I was uh, locking my door, um, my back passenger door did not lock. Um, so I got in a habit of actually when I locked the door, I'd actually just check my handles to make sure that um, that they did lock. So I've kind of gotten in a habit of that now, which has um, kind of helped me. Um, but it's just kind of slowing down and kind of, you know, making sure that we do these things to take away this opportunity. Um, because we do we do want to catch these guys. We do, um, you know, have hold them responsible for the crimes that they do. But we also don't want to make it easy on them. Um, even something as simple as we're talking about, like hiding our valuables. I know we might go, you know, to the store and might go shopping and stuff like that. Um, if you have, like, you know, p- can put the stuff in your trunk mm-hmm. um, and kind of and not in your back seat. Um, if you have an SUV and you can, um, I know a lot of them have those little pull covers. You can kind of cover it up. Um, something as simple as that might make it um, just a little bit take away that opportunity yeah. um, because these criminals are looking to get in and get out quickly um, without being seen. So the time that they have to go and search through the car. Um, is we want to take that away. So just make sure your doors are locked or, or taking your stuff. And if you cannot take it, make sure that you hide it. I would say, BJ, you said hide, lock, take. And there are signs all over different parking lots with that that phrase. Yeah. And it's so important. It really is because a lot of times, like you said, if that valuable is is sitting in the 
the front seat, I mean, the first thing they're going to do, they're not going to break your window right away, right? They might try your handle first. And a lot yeah. of times it's unlocked. Um, and so we want to make sure that, that we're always just, whether you, you know, forget to lock your car or not, I mean, leave a sticky note or a reminder or something to just make sure to, you know, lock lock your valuables. A lot of times, too, you know, downtown, we definitely get a lot of tourists, of course, with, with Magnolia. And so I'm sure that a lot of those, you know, tourists might become victim, too, just because of, of shopping and, and driving downtown. And maybe they just throw their stuff in the back seat. But it's, it's even simple as, you know, just putting it in the trunk. So it's just it's not seen or, or out of sight. You mentioned tourists. So uh, in my analysis of the downtown... Of BMVs, I saw that the top place that one of the uh, uh, well, the top place in in downtown that a lot of the car breakings were happening was a motel. I'm not gonna say the name. That uh, you know, I presume that a bunch of tourists stand there, maybe mm-hmm. leaving the car doors unlocked or valuables or what have you. Uh, my plan is in the, the near future is to go to that this motel and just kind of talk to them about it and yeah. see if there's anything that uh, we can do to try to reduce that likelihood, whether that's security or Size, education as to the, <laughs> the, the the people who stay at the motel for yeah. whatever time. Yeah, yeah. and it's and really it's easy to forget, too. I yeah. know there's been plenty of times where I am walking away, and I probably get into the wherever I'm going, and I went, did I lock my car? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> and, and even on that aspect, I know we talk about <clears throat> just making sure, you know, taking care of our own vehicle, but even um, watching out, if you see something, like if you mm-hmm. see somebody – a lot of times they might, like, you know, have a hood up covering their face or something and just kind of, I mean, just looking suspicious. Don't, you know, it, it, you might be, you know, what can help prevent that. If you see something, you know, call the police department. Say, hey, you know, this person, he's, he, you know, I saw him checking a car handle or he's just kind of walking around. He's been kind of lingering in the parking lot and stuff like that. It might be nothing, but it might be someone who's actually out there breaking into vehicles. And, you know, an officer can come out, um, talk to him. Um, if it's if it's nothing, it's it's nothing. But if he is actually breaking into vehicles, you know, we might be able to identify him. Um, and you know, if there happens to be a BMV or a burglary motor vehicle and it, of a suspect that matches that description gets him on camera, we might already have that person identified. So I mean, you know, do your part too. If you happen to see something, make sure you call it in and um, and let us know because, you know, we can't. You know, we get busy, we forget these things, but we also, you know, can also help help prevent them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, that was a, uh, well, I guess I could have mentioned, too, before we kind of started this, but what the stats that we're reading off of are all on our website, and if you guys wanted to while we're doing this episode, you could follow along. It's on our wacopolice.com, it's under crime stats, and the uh, month that we're looking at is December 22. Mm -hmm. It gives you the stats of December 21 and December 22, but then it gives you also the year to date 21 and the year to date 22. So that's what we're looking at right now. Um, and a lot of times, too, as we're going through these stats, you might hear something, um, you know, BJ had said that a robbery in the downtown neighborhood was down by 50%. Um, and so that is awesome. And um, we want to make sure that uh, as well as we say 50%, we had 14 um, robberies in 2021 and seven robberies in 2022 in the downtown neighborhood. So it's really good to just say to look to be able to look at the numbers and the percentages at the same time. Yeah. So. And so like at the very top, if you're if you're following along with this on the website, it has like it breaks down each of the, the categories. Um, but if you scroll down kind of further down uh, towards the bottom, it has a 
the neighborhoods, but then it breaks down like the addresses and and the locations of where these where these happened, um, and actually like the times and stuff that all these things took place. So it's just it's a good educational tool to kind of look at, and that's what we as a neighborhood engagement team. That's what the crime analysts and stuff like we look at these things. I know um, uh, Johnson, you were that's what you said when you analyzed. You broke down um, each you know uh, BMV, and we say BMV, I mean burglary of a motor vehicle um, for the downtown area. So you, and then you saw the case number and you read the reports and stuff and then looked at the address. and So, I mean, it, it's very time-consuming, but um, broke them down very. and kind of analyzed <laughs> analyzed it. But and then that's but that's that's what we do, though. Yep. We, we look at these things and we see what we can do to kind of go help them and then go to the area that we see this increase or, you know, the most increase and kind of talk to them like, hey, different things that we can do to kind of help break that down and help the community. So and We've already said it, but that's the value of our unit, yeah. you know, because – Patrol officer, um, detective, they are, patrol officer swamp with calls. They don't really have a lot of time, by and large, you know, to go deeper to what's going on. Detective, kind of same thing. You got all these cases pending. You got to work all these cases. All right, every, ca- every single case is very complicated. Might not have time to truly, truly take the time to go deep into what's going on. Mm-hmm. We can. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's what we do, go deeper and see what things they can do to truly solve the problem yeah. or reduce the problem. Yeah, because we definitely want to get, you know, we love to see, like, when we did the, the year-end, like, gr- when we say green across the board, if you look at, if you're following, you see, like, the yellow, the green, and the red. Um, we love to see the green. Um, that means a decrease. And yeah. so that's what we really, really want to hope and strive for. So Right, right. Absolutely. Well, uh, as we as we continue on, so we've got downtown covered. BJ, anything else that we want to mention on, on downtown stats? So, so a positive, oh, not, not stats-wise, can I mention yeah. something else? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Downtown has just, uh, not just, it's been a few months, as a, a newly formed neighborhood association, you know, uh, the downtown neighborhood. And uh, if you live in the downtown boundaries, anywhere downtown, you know, please come and join the neighborhood association to voice whatever concerns you have, just get involved in your community, because that's a way that, that we can all work together and you know, try to make things better for downtown. And that's not just living. That If you have a business down, downtown yes, as yeah. well, right, you can also uh, be a part of that neighborhood association. Yes, because a good number of the members of a downtown neighborhood are business owners. Yeah. You know, who doesn't have a, a large residential you know, um, area. Yeah. And that's why we like to get people involved in the neighborhood associations because we want a full view of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't just want a small, a small percentage. Yeah. So as many people from that, you know, that neighborhood get involved um, – you get more of the neighborhood's voice, um, and that's really what we want. So the more people, you know, um, from a certain neighborhood that can get involved in each of their neighborhood association, you get more of the, the full neighborhood, and you get more of the full voice and, and, and more of the real issues that are really going on all over the neighborhood. So that's really why we try and strive for a lot of people to get involved in that. Um, so that's just a, a little spill on yeah. getting involved in neighborhood associations. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so... Uh, we've talked about downtown, and we are moving on to Brick Oaks. Brick Oaks. Okay. So, what is something that we need to mention there? Well, before we get started, why don't we, in case people don't know where Brick Oaks is. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about maybe the boundaries of where, because, I mean, downtown, you can kind of figure that's yeah, probably yeah, downtown that's kind area. Downtown, but Brick Oaks, you know, you know might be. <laughs> Um, maybe just some major thoroughfares that might encompass. It might not be the exact thing, but it's. So, Brook Oaks is north. Sorry, I, I don't know what you were looking at. <laughs> Waco north of uh, uh, Waco Drive. The boundaries runs from uh, Northview Parks. So, let's say Waco Drive, uh, Northview Parks of Waco Drive up to Herring. 
then over Waco West, over to South, not South, sorry, North, uh, like 17th Street, 18th Street. Area. Oh, okay. So that broad area is... Uh, it's pretty much Waco area. Drive to Herring, the river, yeah. to about 17th, 18th Street, kind of that area. Yeah. And some places of interest in within Brook Road is uh, Dewey Park, the Dewey Center, the Villages Apartment Complex, and the uh, Barron's Branch Apartment Complex. I like World Cup Cafe, World Cup Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> you do like uh, that place that we that have. Yeah. Taken <laughs> ham, ham, ham and Swiss. Yeah. You've taken a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've taken yeah. us to lunch yeah. there before. That was yes, delicious. delicious. Yeah. These uh, Mediterranean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So if y'all don't, if y'all, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, Officer Johnson knows his food. Yes, I do. He knows where I to go eat, delicious food, places, food, food. Exactly. So if you see him out and about <laughs> and you're – Looking for something to eat. He is the man to go to. He took us to World Cup Cafe. And I'd never ate there before, but it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I only had the French fries because <laughs> I had just finished lunch. Mm-hmm. And then you all wanted to go to lunch. And I uh, I, ha- I didn't want to miss out because you all raved about it. But I wasn't hungry. Yeah. So I just had the French fries. But those were good. Those were, those were good. <laughs> that's I, good. I that's on somebody's It's important when they got a good French fry. <laughs> 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 Some free advertisement going on there. Exactly. So. Yeah. so so what what in um you know brook oaks is is important to note so when speaking about brook oaks i'm gonna speak about the historical context of brook oaks okay uh at one time i'm gonna say maybe about i know it's a long time ago like 20 years ago uh 10 plus years ago as well brook oaks was crime wise one of the uh i'm saying one of the most crime ridden areas in waco but now Brookhouse's crime stats wise is like very good, oh. very good. It's not at all what it used to be historically. That's so a, that's amazing. That's yeah, yeah. It, it that's is really a, good. A big part of that is there was a, a one apartment complex in particular in uh, in Brookhouse. It's called a Parkside uh, back in the day, and Parkside kind of drove uh, a lot of crime going around in Brookhouse. But uh, through our uh, safe unit. And there's different things going on in the Waco Police Department right. with our Commander Wallace. They all kind of work with the city, with code enforcement, and they was able to get Parkside uh, shut down mm-hmm. and cleared out. And and when that, when that apartment complex was cleared out, a lot of the crime went way down. Wow, that's yeah. really good. And then Brookhouse has been um, it, it's been on the come up since then. And crime wise, this is one of the it's one of the least crime within areas in Waco. Yeah. That's that's excellent. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, and uh, it just kind of shows if uh, we work together on problem areas, and that's mm-hmm. together as a community. The police can't solve all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we right. got to work together with different entities, whether that's uh, community members, uh, other city departments, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we can solve some things and make some things happen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But as far as the specific crime stats, there's a lot of green on Brookhouse. There is. I'm, look, I'm looking <laughs> at it right now, and there's a lot of green. There's a lot of green. And these are like uh, like big number greens, like mm-hmm. you know. So that's so the the biggest green is a uh, stolen vehicles. So in uh 2021 there were 20 stolen vehicles, and in 2022 there were five. Wow. That's a 75 percent decrease in stolen vehicles. That's pretty good. Yeah. And that is, I mean, 20 to five. That is amazing. That's right. Really good. From robberies. Okay, I just want to jump in real quick because that was terrifying. That that yeah. So we just had some major technical difficulties. We thought yeah. we lost the entire first half of this podcast. We just already sent out a schedule to reschedule and redo it because we thought we lost we the had entire to, thing. We thought we had to like restart all of this. Messed um, up my groove. But we yeah, don't. No, we BJ don't. was in the flow. <laughs> yeah. So that that hard cutoff at, at robberies with, with Brooke Oaks. Um, that was yeah, because so the um, uh, the 
our, our podcast just um, completely shut off. Yeah, but, but thanks to you and your good technical I skills. I have no idea what I did. <laughs> but you did something and did got it something back. And so got it back. As of right now, so we think it's still there. <laughs> yes. So uh, where we left off, which was Brook Brook Oaks and their great efforts into you know reducing crime in their in their community, which is which yeah. is awesome. Just from where they were to where they are now, yep. um, like BJ said, it was a great example. So what what were you going to say about robberies? If you can if you can remember. <laughs> yeah, I know. Off. First, I mentioned the. Uh, um, out of stolen vehicles was the most positive decrease in crime, going from a twenty and twenty and twenty twenty one to five in twenty twenty two seventy five percent decrease, mm-hmm. and robberies were sixty percent decrease with a ten in twenty twenty one and four in twenty twenty two. That's yes. great. So that's great, and yeah. those are the most noteworthy. Right. Right. So Decreases. Yeah. yeah. And that's. And there's still a lot more decreases on there, but yeah, those are the yeah, most yeah. Those are the biggest know, noteworthy ones, ones to Absolutely. talk about. But Absolutely. Yeah, so. so that's great. Um, BJ, I mean, is there anything that they, like you were talking about, it's a great example of like what the community can do and what us we can, uh, us as officers can do when we work with the community. Is there anything like notable that they do that maybe you could share with, with the community or, or as far as like events or anything at all? So um, I know previously I mentioned downtowns. Neighborhood Association. Brook Oaks also has a robust neighborhood association. It's one of the oldest that has been in existence in Waco. And they are uh, very involved in the community as far as spreading information, uh, talking amongst community members. Uh, that's a that's a big reason why, you know, Brook Oaks is the way it is today because of the Brook Oaks Neighborhood Association. Mm-hmm. Um, their president, uh, Mr. Sammy Smith, he has been over it for a, for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're uh, – uh, he's a, a great community stakeholder in the Brook Oaks, and just that neighborhood association of itself has just, you know, um, been a great uh, partner with the Waco Police Department yeah. in combating the crime over the years. Uh, as far as the neighborhood at large, um, a lot of the, the a lot of the problem areas, quote unquote, has been a uh, very cooperative with the police. They have worked with us in order to try to reduce the crime. You know, well that was. Uh, uh, the village's apartment complex now, you know, they're under new management, new ownership, and um, um, they're uh, about to join our crime-free program with our safe unit, which will reduce the amount of calls there and the problems that we've kind of been having around that area. And uh, and just speaking on, on the management, they've been real, like, pro-police, like, trying to, mm-hmm. like, get involved with the community and what they yeah. can do and, and, and taking pride in what they can do do to reduce the crime i know just trying to to talk about that so that's that's actually really exciting mm-hmm. and just it's just the partnerships it all mm-hmm. comes down to yeah. the partnerships um, the, uh, facets of the brookhouse community being willing to work with the police and work with uh, other entities that's uh, has a community in mind mm-hmm. um they're, they're willing and they're able to uh, try to uh, put forth the effort to make the reduction of crime and make their neighborhood oh. a better place yeah so that's really where it all comes down to Right, right. I think that's, I mean, that's awesome. And that's one reason why neighborhood associations are, are so important, I feel. Because I think it's just, it's a group of people who love where they live. They mm-hmm. want a great place to live. And so they're all working together to achieve that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so exactly. I think that's awesome. Um, okay. And then our third. Hold on. Speaking oh of, wait. wait, before we move on from Brook Oaks. Yeah. Um, speaking of Brook Oaks, uh, an event. <laughs> Oh yeah, that oh, I yeah. think uh, that. that will be hosted in the Brook Oaks Neighborhood yeah. Association. BJ, okay. do you want to? Yeah, I, I'll speak a little bit on it. Okay. So last year, we uh, the net unit, we we had the community opportunity event. Mm-hmm. 
It was at the City of Waco Multi-Purpose Center at 1020 Elm Avenue in East Waco. Uh, but this year, we have decided to hold it in North Waco at the Dewey, Dewey Center slash Dewey Park. We were working in conjunction with uh, the Waco uh, Parks and Recs Department. Okay. And um, we're, we're in the beginning of trying to plan and all that. That would be that should be very good because the mission of the community uh, community opportunity event is to uh, uh, target the youth in Waco mm-hmm. and, and in specific areas uh, and try to provide them op- opportunities for the future, whether that's uh, military uh, mentor program, uh, different jobs. Uh, last year we had uh, the Baylor men's basketball team and a uh, uh, Baylor head coach Scott Drew show up and you yeah. know and just a uh, try to uh, impact the youth positively because the youth are our future. Absolutely. Right. So we're trying to just uh, reach out to the Waco youth and uh, uh, show paths for a brighter future and, and combat against a lot of the negative uh, influence that are out there in our uh, community today. Mm. So, again, we're planning to hold that at the Dewey Community Center slash Dewey Park mm-hmm. May 20th. I was going to say, yeah, is, 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 the, is there a date? Yeah, yeah. May, I don't think May 20th is the date. Yeah. It could projected, change. Projected, yeah. The projected date. date. That's the date that we are uh, we are looking to get set. I don't think it's 100%. I think it's like 95% set in stone. I don't okay. think it's 100% confirmed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's something we have to look forward to Yeah. Uh, coming up here. And we'll make sure to, to update everyone as that information does get solidified. Of course, that will then go on our Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram. So, yeah, we will definitely be – Oh, yeah. You'll be hearing a lot about it. You'll be hearing a lot about the co. Yeah. Which I always like to say because, listen, maybe it's not an immediate, like, light bulb in their head, but the co is like Waco. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, that's where the whole, that's where the whole name came from. So fast. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't just, you know, throw that name together. It actually came up. um, Detective Hawkins uh, came up with the name of it um, for a specific reason because, again, it's targeted for the youth. And a lot of youth call, you know, Waco the Co. Mm-hmm. Um, so that name came from the Co. Community oh. Opportunity Event, C-O-E, um, came from, you know, the slang for Waco that we use, the, um, that the youth use. It's those hip, hip terms that yeah. I'm not up to date with. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You're getting better. You're getting, getting better. better. Getting better as oh, yeah. we go. Well, cool. Well, great. We'll make sure just to update y'all on that when... Um, and that's all set. So that's exciting. I'm excited. And our next neighborhood is the Baylor neighborhood. The Baylor Sickum Bears. <laughs> all right. I like it. So what we got there? So in the Baylor, just like Brook Oaks, uh, there is a lot of green. A lot. Uh, a lot of green. And just excellent. So what's great about this? Uh, Historically, just kind of like with Brick Oaks, Baylor historically was uh, one of the top areas for car break-ins. Okay. Um, mainly that's because of, uh, every year you have a new influx of new students. Right. You know, They're stressed. They're busy. <laughs> stressed, busy. It's their uh, first time on their own. You know, mm. uh, a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Uh, and leaving car doors unlocked, leaving valuables in car doors and, and cars and everything like that, That's uh, it was prevalent. And most of the the bad guys, they know that. They know each year, each August, you have mm-hmm. a brand new uh, wave of Baylor students, and they go and kind of try to pray and see what they can get. Right. Uh, stolen vehicles uh, were rampant. Um, and that's a – I'm touching this for a little bit because yeah. stolen vehicles is similar to uh, car break-ins. That, that is a crime that's uh, – it's a that can't be preventable based on things that we ourselves can do. So just like with 
car break-ins, you have people that leave valuables inside and everything. A lot of people will leave like a spare key in their car and leave the car door unlocked. You know, so someone tries to break into your car initially, just trying to break in to uh, get uh, some of the valuable and just take off, get in, get out. With the stolen vehicles, they'll break in. Like, oh, that's a key. They look from they look to their right, what's they left? Don't see nobody. Then they'll start start yeah. the car up, take off. Cars <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, and uh, another thing with that is a lot of people they will uh, when they stop at a convenience store mm-hmm. or something, they'll leave their uh, car running. Mm-hmm. They'll leave the car running. You know, there's always people lurking. People lurking outside and trying to, you know, uh, like Officer Draper said, uh, take advantage of opportunity, opportunistic mm-hmm. crime. And um, a lot of them, they'll jump in a car and just take off, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, I just touched on that because that has, uh, uh, that was rampant, but that has decreased as well in Baylor from uh, 2021 to 2022. That's awesome. Because in 2021, yeah. there were 41 stolen vehicles, and in 2022, there were 31. So 24% okay. decrease. Decrease. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of. Really. I mean, yeah, I, I, <laughs> those, I see, I'm looking at it green, right now, you know? and there is a lot of, I mean, and that's that's amazing. That shows to, you know, again, the community mm-hmm. um, and police department and, you know, city departments and um, everybody just working together yeah. uh, to get that, uh, to show that. I mean, it's just, it's actually really, really remarkable to kind of look at it and see see all that. So so a big reason for this uh, decrease in crime that I can uh, personally attest to is uh, it's, uh, the Baylor Department of Public Safety, yeah, the Baylor Police Department. Um, they uh, primarily deal with the, the uh, students directly, and uh, the the Baylor uh, residential area. You know, it's, it's majority students. There are there are there's a good portion here and there. There's not students. You know, there's this uh, uh, regular way Cohen's, mm-hmm. but a majority of students and uh, just the students are the uh, vulnerable population. Really, that the bad guys kind of prey on. Uh, Baylor DPS does a good job of uh, getting the information out. Uh, High Lot Take, they have a, a, a great program, uh, an initiative at Baylor itself uh, to try to get students aware of their surroundings. That's the biggest thing because we call Baylor the Baylor bubble. You know, so a lot of students come in from out of state, whether that's wherever, you know, California, from uh, another country, and they come here. And you know, Baylor, Baylor is a great educational institution. And uh, they come here and, oh, Baylor, Baylor. And, you know, they just see the word as Baylor. You know, oh, my little bubble right here. Oh, I'm going to walk over here. And, you know, they might, you know, perceive, uh, they might have trouble perceiving that, uh, you know, everybody don't have their uh, best interests. Right. You know, right. so, um, like, again, Baylor DPS does a good job of educating the students. Yeah. And, and we, we partner with them on a lot of things. You know, we consider them a partner. So, you know, can't. Can't mention all these great greens and everything mm-hmm. over there without mentioning them because they they did do a good job of Baylor. Absolutely, and I I know you know and you can attest to it too because you actually worked when you're on patrol the Baylor area. Mm-hmm. Um, Baylor, you know they they do a lot helping us out, and, and yeah. I mean they're out patrolling a lot, you know, driving the area. So I mean I gotta give a shout out to them as well because yeah. they they are very um, very helpful in the partnership and and yeah. also a part of having um, the decreases that there are. And when we do see, let's say, an increase in NBMVs or something like that, because that's an easy one to talk about, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when we do see an increase in that, I always reach out to the Baylor kind of communications and, and marketing over there mm-hmm. to let them know, hey, we're seeing an increase in this. Can you also push out to your students? You know, like we're posting on our Facebook page that it's happening and we're telling the local news media that it's happening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Baylor kids aren't really going to pay attention or watch that all yeah. the time or maybe see it. So, but they might listen, they might see an email that comes into yeah. their 
into their inbox. So I always reach out to them when we do see increases like that. And I tell the detectives like, Hey, if you're, if you're seeing something that like Baylor kids are specifically being targeted for, tell me because we got to get that information so they can help spread that word too. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome. That's good. And I even see like the BMVs were, like you said, down 42%. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that good. And I believe that was the biggest, uh, one of the biggest decreases in my neighborhood as far as BMVs. Because in 2021, there were 130 BMVs. And in 2022, there were 76. And with uh, Baylor historically being that problem mm-hmm. kind of area with car break-ins and stolen vehicles, that is a that is an amazing decrease yeah. from year to year. Yeah. So right. That's I a, mean, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure those people that, that hear us every time and, and are doing these things to, you know, to prevent from being victimized, um, they... they they might be a little tired of, of hearing about it, but it's just something we always have to talk about because yeah. there's always going to be someone that just checks the car handles. Um, there's always going to be a time where you just forget to lock your car. There's always going to be a time yeah. where you forget. I, I can't tell you how many times we're like, for some reason, I'll be, uh, you know, my purse goes in the back seat. I barely do, rarely do that, I guess, but <laughs> I don't know. One random Tuesday, my purse will go in the back seat, and then I'll go in the house, and the next morning I go, oh my gosh. My purse was in the middle of time. <laughs> so yeah, you just get busy. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, it, happ- it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of, you know, sometimes you just got to slow down and, yeah. and think about those things. So, again, like, you know, we get it. I mean, we're not out here blaming anybody. We are guilty of it. We'll Absolutely. be the first to say that we oh all yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. You yes. know, so we just, you know, but that's what that's what this is for. That's why we talk about it and educate it and, um, and talk about it some more just so we can remember and be conscious about it. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, again, like we're talking, I know Baylor's probably, you know, had a historical having those up, but I mean, I'm looking right here at the grand total. There's a 20% decrease of overall crime right. in Baylor. I mean, right. those are those are excellent stats. And when we talk about you know Waco's crime overall, like mainly you know everything is decreasing, and and just seeing that, I mean, that's just a con- you know that's just a test to not only like the department but the community, mm-hmm. um, the residents, you know, doing their part, the stakeholders. I mean, that that this is everybody's involvement. Um, and that that's awesome to see to yeah. see those numbers. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think too that obviously, like you said earlier in the podcast, BJ, you know, we can't decrease. You know, we're never going to get zero percent, right? Yeah. As much yeah. as we want to, we're never going to have a hundred percent eliminated crime, right? Yeah. Um, but we can continue to try and keep going down, and mm-hmm. we might see a few spikes here and there. And yeah. that's what we're here for to continue to talk to you guys and and spread awareness and. And have our officers out there to help you out. So I mean, crime is just such a roller coaster. I feel it. It, it, yeah. it is, but I mean, it, it is. But we can, you know, there are there are more people. The percentage of people that that you know want to see crime reduced, that 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 want to you know do the right thing, that that want to help. You know that that number significantly outweighs the people who are out there trying to victimize people. Absolutely. So all of us, you know, doing our part. I mean, we're going to continue to see this. Yeah. So as long as we continue to do our part and don't just take this as like, okay, now we're done. We saw the decrease. Oh, no, this is a yeah. continuous thing that we have to do. But, I mean, this just gives you motivation to, to keep doing it. Keep doing it, it you know? yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, we still need y'all's help, and, and we'll still be out there doing what we can to you know help prevent this. So, yeah. For real. So. Well, I'm really glad that we didn't have to start this whole podcast over. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, yeah, cha- been a challenge. That, that would have been a challenge, but, but we, got, we got through it. Oh and again, like I, I mean, I'm excited for this series, the neighborhood mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Um, I think this will be good to kind of just talk about the different neighborhoods and, you know, each thing going on and um, in each of them. And again, if, um, you know, we keep saying, like, if there's something y'all want to hear or talk about, 
um, put it in the comment section. Um, send a message to us. Um, this podcast is for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that y'all want to hear, talk about. Um, Send us a message on on our uh, Waco Police Department page. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that way we can get it out there. Yeah, because we we absolutely want to talk about what you guys want to yeah. want to hear. So exactly, and we love talking. So <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, as you can see. Well, thank you, BJ. Anything else that you want to touch on before we wrap it up? It's the only thing that I will mention is that no matter what neighborhood we speak on here. Or whatever, um, we want to work with the community. So if there are any groups in any of the neighborhoods we mentioned or in Waco period that are for the community that won't change, reach out to us. You can reach out to us, neighborhood engagement team. Reach out to uh, patrol officer, detective, anybody, and uh, so we can try to work together to try to affect change in our areas. Because you know we all we got, yeah. so we gotta you know we all gotta work together. Can't no one group, no one person change everything. So we gotta work together to see if we can. Um, Waco a better place for everyone. Absolutely. The co. (laughs) 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 Stay tuned for the co and and updates on that. I'm excited. So, well, thank you all for listening on this week's episode of Waco PD on the Beat. Uh, We look forward to a great year of these episodes. Yeah, already at the end of January. Already, already at the end. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer Janae Draper with the Neighborhood Engagement Team with my partner, Brighton Johnson. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day, Waco. Waco PD on the Beat. The heartbeat serving 